So, Mario. Yes, Adriel. Who's going to be the first to get the COVID vaccine? Um, who is going to be the first? Well, stay tuned and find out. Good morning. This is your host, Mario. And this is your other host, Adriel. And this is a morning brief where you can get your news in minutes. So today we're going to actually get our conversation going with stocks. But before we do that, we want to make a quick announcement. We are now officially on iTunes Podcasts and, and Spotify. Speaking of Spotify, have you seen all the things that people have been posting recently? Yeah. What is that called? It's the, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on it, but it's the Spotify wrap up for the year. That's what it is. I've been seeing everyone post that on social media currently. I'm an iTunes music person myself, so I don't get the hype about it. I don't see what the big deal is. You're just not part of the vision that everyone else has, I'm sorry to say, but... All my Spotify users out there, thank you for being on here and listening to us. <laughs> yes, or for all our iTunes people. Yeah. So please subscribe on there. Give us a good rating. Mm-hmm. Please let us know how we're doing. Okay, we're going to start with Salesforce because they have recently acquired Slack yesterday on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. This has been kind of anticipated news upcoming weeks up till now. However, Salesforce stock fell 11% after confirming the news. And this is probably due to forecasting slower growth from the company. A little bit strange. In news also regarding, regarding stocks, crypto almost reached its all-time high yesterday. Or was it today, Adri? I think it was yesterday. Honestly, I'm not sure. Okay, but its record all-time high is over 20,000. And however, this I think today or yesterday, it reached close to that. It was high 19,000s. So cryptos definitely keep keeps going up and we're going to see if it breaches that $20,000 yeah. mark. Which I don't doubt. I do all. not doubt at yeah. all. Yes. GM to Nikola. The deal that was supposed to merge an you know, electric car company with, you know, gas car power company, but you said yourself what what were they supposed to do? Oh yeah, GM was planning or so I heard um on creating electric vehicle trucks. Correct, for the workhorse, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. However, that deal didn't go so well, and I think they split up officially now. So that's not going to go through at all anymore? No, no. Mm -hmm. So, however, that really affected GM negatively because their stock fell nearly 27%, which shows a clear indication that investors really believe in electric car future. Dipping our toes into the stranger side of things, I wanted to bring up what Elon Musk has been up to lately. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware with his Neuralink neuroscience technology company. Yeah, where he wants to put chips in people's heads. Yeah. That's the basis of what I know about it. Uh-huh, exactly that. Uh, his company is based here in the Bay Area over in Fremont, just not oh, too Oh, so it's far. local. Mm-hmm, very much local. So, exactly. He wants to eventually plant chips into our brains, but he's still earlier, early on in the process of doing so. And he's been testing his idea on pigs. So Poor piggies. I know. The question I have with that is, what's the point of the Neuralink? Like, what are his end goals? Does he want Wi-Fi in her heads or? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so very, like, abstract to think about. But uh, ultimately, he wants to cure mental diseases like depression or Alzheimer's, dementia. He wants to help erase pain for someone who's, you know, 
mm. obviously in pain. This could probably be applied to like people suffering from epilepsies and stuff like that. I'm like, sure, yeah. yeah, exactly. So ultimately it's more so for a medical reason rather than for the abstract. Got it. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's how he got permission to implant uh, chips and pigs. Into pigs' brains. Yeah, because I don't see how he'd get approval to do that for internet or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a very like tedious process how he implants the chips into their brains, but essentially, like what this chip is, it has like over sixty tiny little minuscule threads with signals at the very end of each thread that are then connected or they're implanted into certain areas of the brain so that it can read brain activity, quote unquote. Okay. Yeah, that sounds very invasive. It is so very invasive. Like the the surgeon has to perform a craniotomy on okay. the pig, meaning they have to open up or drill a right, hole the into the skull, yeah. open it up, and then a robot goes in and attaches those sensors or those threads into certain areas of the brain of okay. the pig. Yeah. So it's still early on in the works. That's mm -hmm. what he's been up to lately in Fremont. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that sounds very fascinating. And I think, yeah, I think that's one of the issues, right? If it's really invasive, but if it's using, if it's being used for medical purposes, I can definitely see the trade-off, you know, because mm -hmm. they do cranial, cranial surgeries all the time. Mm -hmm. so, it's just crazy to think about. Like you yeah. have Elon Musk here performing, not him personally, right. but performing craniotomies, drilling holes into pigs' brains and yeah. inserting chips in them, which could Sending ultimately... Sending things to space all the time. Exactly. Crazy. Which could ultimately be us. Right. <laughs> so stay tuned. I guess we'll have to, to wait and see if there's more news on that. On another strange topic, I don't know if you're aware or if you guys have heard, but random mysterious monoliths have been appearing around the world. Um, it's appeared in two locations so far, randomly, one in Utah, which was there for a couple of days. No one knows who put it there, when it got there, how it got there, and then it randomly disappeared into thin air. Yeah, I've seen the photos on these things. These are like silver big cubes. They look huge, right? Yeah, they're like they look tall, heavy. rectangular, like metal-looking things. And they're just in the middle of the desert. Exactly. Like, why would they be there out in the middle of nowhere? So Aliens. <laughs> we could assume. <laughs> but it's it probably also... some huge marketing campaign by some company. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be. Like who else would put it there? And why are or you someone's guys someone's trolling? Why us. are they exactly? Why would a company be doing that? But it also randomly so after it di disappeared in Utah, it randomly appeared in Romania like a couple days later after it supposedly disappeared. So we have yet to follow and track it, but this is just still an Very ongoing. Very fascinating story though. Fascinating for sure. There's a lot to like think about. Okay, switching gears here a bit. I think we're going to answer the question we started with first on our podcast. Who is going to get the COVID vaccine first according to the CDC? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, the CDC released some um, suggested recommendations on who would likely get it first. And there's going to be a timeline to these vaccinations. So in December, it suggested that healthcare workers and nursing home residents would be the first to receive it. Um, that means 40 million doses would be ready, readily available to Americans before the end of the year. 
Thank you to Pfizer and Moderna, of course. Um, with that being said, those 40 million doses would be enough to vaccinate the country's 3 million nursing home residents um, and the 21 million he healthcare workers. I, I'm very fascinated that they decided to go with um, nursing home residents because the vaccine trials have mostly been done with young, mm -hmm. healthy individuals. Yeah. They have not been done with children. Right? They have not been tested on like little kids or like the elderly. Right, which is why the vaccine is currently not approved for children or young kids. Mm -hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. it's interesting because they haven't done it with people who are immunocompromised or the elderly. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that they decided to go with the people who are. That they chose. Yeah. yeah. I get the healthcare workers 100%, mm -hmm. but they haven't been tried on non-healthy individuals as heavily mm -hmm. as I think people would like. Especially the elderly. So that's Especially the elderly. interesting to see the effects of that. Right. Um, but keep in mind that the vaccine does require a second dose. I have so seen that. So the same group of people would get that second dose in January. And then when um, February and March come, the next priority groups are going to be the elderly aged 65 and older and those with medical conditions. That's so, so fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. That they're choosing to roll it out. To, to roll it out. They, mm -hmm. Yeah. They haven't been tested. Maybe the it has, but right. The old. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have been reading about it and it seems like it hasn't been tested as like uh, you know, just as accurate or as mm -hmm. heavily as And with vaccines, think. weren't you just telling me not that long ago that it normally takes years, years. before they even ask for approval? Yeah. The, I mean, this is going to be record breaking for humanity in mm -hmm. general because the fastest vaccine ever made was the Zare Ebola vaccine. Mm -hmm. And that was not profitable. Also, yeah. the, the people... The lab that made that actually was at a loss, a profit, and that took five years to make. That was going to be my next question. Yeah. I wonder how long that took. Took wow. five years. That and was our record. for us, it took less than a year for less, it to make. A little over a year. Out. A little yeah. over, okay. About a year. About more a year. Or less, yeah. So this is record breaking for humanity right here. Uh, then lastly, and when April, May, and June comes, then the non-essential workers, younger people, That's me essentially, right <laughs> essentially everyone, <laughs> everyone else, else, yeah, could possibly get vaccinated by summertime. Oh, so oh, that's mm -hmm. that's not bad at all. So it's right around the corner. It's right so around the corner. Yeah, we're gonna have to see. Interesting. Um, speaking of vaccines, UK um, approved. A vaccine for emergency use already mm -hmm. and it was the pfizer and mx or med labs i believe so does that mean they're going to be doing the same thing too they're going to be rolling out those vaccines for their citizens uh yes i believe they're going to follow the cdc guidelines as well when it comes to that but yeah mm -hmm. it's going to be very interesting to see how they go and how they go about it that only right. is a good indicator that the fda is probably going to approve one of the three candidates mm -hmm. so it's going to be very exciting it's going to be interesting that's good there's light at the end of the tunnel for all of right. this especially Hopefully. since right especially since the u.s is approach well it is in the record high hospitalizations what's the the rate the rate i have it right here i think it's Oh, there are like over a hundred thousand. A hundred thousand. Yeah, more than a hundred people. More than a hundred thousand people are currently in hospitals across the U across the U.S. Oh yeah. my gosh. And um, this was on yeah December second. So this was to po posted today. 
So wow. it's it's getting it's getting bad again, guys. It's getting bad. That surge is coming, but we have those vaccines to keep it steady, hopefully. Right. So I think that's it. And I think that's all we have today. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Yeah, don't forget to subscribe, leave a comment. Mm -hmm. Make sure to rate us. Yeah, and catch you guys next time. See you. Bye-bye.